0: I asked vintners and winemakers to tell me in three words what makes Sonoma Wines excellent.
1: Complexity. Diversity.
2: They're supple. Velvety. And... Fog. Sunshine. Diversity. Quality. Personality. Surprise and delight.
3: Intensity. verb,
4: Diversity. Diversity. Biodiversity. Diversity. That's one.
3: It's the best. I don't know. (laughs) Passion. Passion. Heart.
5: Soil.
6: This is really hard to like narrow it down.
7: Friendship. Fun. People. People. Grit. People. Did I get three words in there?
0: Welcome to this very special podcast number 543, Sonoma County Barrel Auction 2023. After a bit of a break for COVID, the crowds returned to bid and enjoy the company of winemakers and vintners. I interviewed 21 participants to get their take on their auction lots and to let our listeners learn a little bit about the faces behind the wine. To learn more, visit Sonoma.com. Cheers. Cheers.
8: Welcome to the Sonoma County Barrel Auction.
0: <laughs> First interview of the day. I'm here with our old friend, Greg Marthold. Greg is a winemaker at Davis Bynum. And uh, we're here at the Barrel Tasting
9: today. How are you doing, Greg? I'm doing great. Yeah, today's a great day. It's a little overcast, but, you know, it's uh, we'll take it. Tell me about what you're going to be pouring for your auction lot today. We have a wine called Three Piece Pinot Noir. So it's Davis Bynum, Three Piece Pinot Noir. It came from three different vineyards. Notably, it's mostly swan clone from this vineyard called Oak Wild. It's right in the heart of the Santa Rosa Plain. And it just kind of has this deeper, kind of purplish fruit character. It's a little vinous, a little plummy. Um, soft, soft belly. So with that softness, we used the second component with some old Wente clone, grown on a hillside vineyard that gets a screaming high acidity. So those two married up, uh, just kind of counterbalanced each other, and it also added kind of this exotic twist to the, the aromatics. There's kind of a red apple, but pomegranate and like a a floral tone in that wine. And then the third piece was clone 667, just a classic Dijon clone, a lot of fruit, soft, supple wine. It came from the Green Valley area. Now, many of our listeners are familiar with the Wenti clone, but
0: tell me from your point of view, what makes that a special clone?
9: Uh, It's the only Wenti clone Pinot that I get and it's completely different. So I try to understand if it's the actual site or the age of the vines or what, but I think it's the clone itself that basically makes it pretty different. It's got this exotic twist. You know, the, the Wintys brought, um, they, they brought vines over from Europe a long time ago. I know a little more about the history of their Chardonnay they brought over than the Pinot Noir. Uh, the Pinot is still quite an old, old uh, selection, uh, but they, the vines are a little older. And they just they carry this this really exotic tone and this really, really high acidity, which can be really nice. It can also be a little much, but blended in with something else that's a little more soft and supple can make something that's just near legendary. So it's, it's what I'm after. Greg, for our listeners who like to learn about Davis Bynum online, what's your website? Our www.davisbynum.com. Good
0: seeing you, man. Good Thank you. you. Good to see you, Ray. I'm here with Adolfo Hernandez and he is the winemaker as well as owner of Monroy Wines. How are you, Adolfo? Doing great. Lovely to be here. Tell me about what you're uh, pouring for your auction lot. So we're, we're
1: pouring a Cabernet Sauvignon 2021. It's a barrel fermented Cabernet, a little bit unusual. I take the heads, I pop the heads, I put the berries in, I close the heads. And I do the fermentation by rolling the barrels. There's no pump overs, no punch downs. It's a different elegance to the wine, different texture i do all my wine making this way is it more time intensive more time intensive uh more expensive slower but it's worth it for making high-end wine my whole background is just making high-end napa calves now i'm here in sonoma county doing the same thing with cool climate cabernet
0: how long have you been making wine
1: uh hands-on since 2011.
0: nice and how long has Monroy been around 2018. Well, congratulations and how many times have you done auction this is our first auction. Oh, very yeah, cool. <laughs> very good. Oh, I'd be excited, too, about how many cases you're making. 400 in total between the Cab and the blanc. That's nice. Well, those kind of quantities really make for great wine. For our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what's your website?
1: monroywines.com, M-O-N-R-O-Y-W-I-N-E-S.com.
0: Pleasure meeting you, Adolfo.
1: Right on, Pleasure to meet you, Ray.
0: Next up, I'm here with Jill Davis of Dumal Wines. Jill, how are you?
10: I'm doing well today.
0: So what do you do at Dumas?
10: I run our hospitality and events program.
0: Very cool, so it's good you're here at this event. How do you feel about it today?
10: I'm really excited today. Perfect weather, it's a little bit cooler so we can keep our wines really nice. Uh, we got a lot of cool trade accounts here and Tom and I are happy to yeah. be here.
0: So tell me about your auction lot.
10: Uh, our auction lot is called McCare. It's from a new vineyard that we've started working with in Annapolis from the West Sonoma Coast.
0: Oh cool, I'm not familiar with that area. What AVA is it?
10: It's part of West Sonoma Coast, a new AVA that just passed recently. Um, so Annapolis is really kind of a little bit farther north in Sonoma. Um, Uh, Cooler climate, a little bit higher elevation that we're getting Pinot from.
0: Nice. Tell me about your auction lots. What are you uh, pouring today?
10: Uh, So that's the auction lot. It's the Dumal Macaire 2022 Pinot Noir from Annapolis. Um, It's really bright, and you know, 2021 is a vintage. It was a kind of a cooler year, so the acidity retention was there. You have that nice acid, but also being in Annapolis and being a drought year has thick skin, so you get a little bit more tannin. So you really just dial up the structure on both acid and tannin, making a really ageable Pinot Noir.
0: look forward to trying it when I get a wine glass, but that won't be for a while. Most importantly for our listeners, if they'd like to learn about you online, what is your website?
10: Our website is dumol.com. D-U-M-O-L.com.
0: Great, Joe. Pleasure meeting you. Thank you. You as well. Well, we just interviewed her last night, and now I'm here with her in person one more time, Teresa Heredia. And Teresa is the uh, the I'm head wine person making. at winemaking over at Gary Farrell Wines. How are you doing, Teresa?
11: I am doing fantastic. Thank you.
0: We had a really great interview last night. Got to meet your cat, Benny, and also got to watch you climb into a tank. That was pretty impressive. And watch you climb out as well.
11: Uh-huh. <laughs> Not so uh, elegant, the coming out part.
0: I think it's just hard to be graceful about something like that. So, But I admire that you did it because, as I mentioned, I thought you did it with a ladder. So nice job. Why, thank you. So today we are here again at the Sonoma Barrel Auction, which I'm really looking forward to. And I'm kind of curious about what your auction lot's going to be today. Can you tell me about it?
11: Absolutely. So our auction lot is... Um, in honor of Joe Rocchioli who passed away, I told you yesterday in 2022. So it's 2022 vintage Rocchioli special selection. So it contains some fruit from the Rocchioli river block and another block um, that is owned and farmed by the Rocchioli family.
0: So when you do an auction lot like this, you know it's gotta be special. You know it's gotta be a little bit different. I'm sure that's a bit on your shoulders, but what's your thought process when you're doing, is this something you had in your head already?
11: Yeah, because of what happened, because we, we lost him last year, I knew immediately that I wanted to um, honor him for our auction lot. And we're also doing a collaborative lot with William Selyum and Rokiole. Ours is a five case, collab; is a 20 case lot. Um, so that one is called The Legend, that's number 56, and ours is number 30. And ours is also in honor of our 40th anniversary, which was in 2022. So it's both, we we lost Joe in August of 2022 and 2022 is our 40th anniversary at Gary Ferrell Winery. And we've been buying grapes from Rocky Ili since 1982. So it's honoring not only our anniversary, but our relationship with Rocky Ili and Joe himself.
0: I think that's very classy. I commend you for that, very cool. And most importantly for our listeners who'd like to learn more about you as well as Gary Ferrell Wines, what is your website?
11: They can go to www.garyferrellwinery.com.
0: This was darn good seeing you again, thank you.
11: And, and you as well, Ray, let's stay in touch.
0: We will, I promise.
11: Excellent, thanks for having me.
0: A favorite label of mine that goes way back, Patson Hall in Sonoma. I'm here with the cellar master, Ross Uten. Ross, how you doing? Nice to meet you, doing great. Pleasure to meet you as well. As I mentioned, big fan of uh, Patson Hall. It is a name of high stature, making some really incredible wines. Pinot Noir, it's just, and Chardonnay, but I mean, Pinot Noir, gosh, you
2: guys know how to do it. Thank you, yeah, you know, I I always joke that I came for the Pinot and I stayed for the Chardonnay. (laughs) Well, that makes fairly good sense. 2011, you've been with uh, Passenon? Yes, well, I did a couple harvests with Siduri in in and out, so uh, I've done about 10 or 11 now with James, total very cool. So tell me about your auction lot today. Yeah, so we're doing a 35th anniversary cuvee. We've got a new vineyard in uh, Russian River Valley that has a massal selection parcel. So this is eight clones that are all harvested together. And we've, we've kind of, you know, as a reference to California Chardonnay, we've got some aromatic selections in there similar to what we do with our Dutton Ranch project. So in this case, it's an estate vineyard and it's a new project. This is a, a first blend. So uh, we won't actually make this wine as a single vineyard yet. Uh, this is a once one-off sort of project. Well, I think that's kind of what
0: they have to be for for the auction so when you're planning a project like i mean you guys you've got to put your heads together this is important for the auction how does that work
2: well you know it's funny i i in years past we've found uh interesting parts of our pinot projects mostly in Russian River, because we have so many single vineyard projects for pinot here but this being uh 35th anniversary chardonnay is what brought us to the party when we started so it felt like it made sense to come around and do a chardonnay for for this auction lot as opposed to you know another interesting Russian from which there's probably plenty of, yeah, yeah, one or two. Yeah, you know, I had a doctor the other day, I went and and, uh, and he says to me, just just lay it out, what's the difference between Napa and Sonoma? And the first thing I thought was, well, you know, there's a there's a wider range of variety, there's a wider range of microclimate, there's, a, you know, as opposed to a narrower Napa sort of approach, and, and, uh, and so I thought, you know, the hardest thing is to wrap your brain around what's going on in Sonoma, so you gotta spend some time here. And it's much bigger, obviously, which makes a big difference, too. Absolutely, yeah, you know, planning your day and knowing how far apart things are is really important. Ah, uh, yes, to the newbies, that can be a real challenge. Truly. Most important
0: for our listeners who would like to learn about and Hall, online, what is your website?
2: Patshall.com. So P A T Z H A L L.com. No. Worth the visit, Ross. A real pleasure meeting
0: you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Excellent. Continuing on at the Sonoma Barrel Auction, I'm here with our friend Justin Seidenfeld, Director of Winemaking at Rodney Strong. Justin, how you doing?
12: I'm good. Thanks for talking with me.
0: Uh, it's good to see you. We just uh, talked to you a couple of weeks ago in Chicago. That was a lot of fun. Interesting, the wines we talked about, but I'm looking at the table today. Uh, I see Triple Play and Brothers. Tell me about what you have here at the table.
12: Okay, so our owner, Tom Klein, is going to get the Lifetime Achievement Award this year. And so we made a wine called Triple Play to honor his career in baseball and his family's passion for the sport. So it's a blend of our three single vineyard cabernets, Rockaway Brothers and Alexander's Crown, uh, all from the new French oak barrels, uh, blended to really showcase the beauty of Alexander Valley, which is where we call home. Uh, And then Brothers is one of our single vineyards uh, from the Alexander Valley, part of our Triple Play blend that we decided to showcase sort of the rejuvenation and revolution that we're going through at Rodney Strong with our shifting in farming philosophy and winemaking philosophy, which starts the process with the 2018 vintage, which is what we have to
0: show. It's nice, uh, so many Pinots around here, it's nice to have something a little different. For my own two cents, Alexander Valley is one of those places I love to go just to be, because it's so incredibly peaceful there. I would agree 100%. You're a lucky man is what I'm trying to say. Thank you, I appreciate that, I know so. (laughs) Yeah, you do. I'm very
12: grateful for the opportunities that the Klein family has provided. For both me and my family to enjoy uh, doing what I love and being in this community.
0: Well, and you've done a good job, so you've earned that. Good for you. Thank you. For our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what is your website?
12: RodneyStrong.com. Check us out.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it, Justin. Take care. You're welcome. Well, this is fun. I'm here with the brand new assistant winemaker at Ramsgate Winery, Rachel Bordis. Did I say that right?
3: Yes, you did. That's okay. correct.
0: It's good to meet you. How you doing?
3: Nice to meet you. It's nice to be here and pour our auction wine today.
0: Have you done auction before?
3: Yes, we attended last year.
0: So Rachel, tell me about your auction lot today.
3: Yeah, so our auction lot today is called Rocky Road. Um, it's just a melody of different single vineyards that we work with all over Sonoma Coast. So we do have some Gaps Crown in the blend. Um, we also have included our estate Pinot Noir, which is being organically farmed for the last three years. I'm just working on the final certification there. And then we also have a small um, single vineyard Pinot Noir called Bush Crispo in the blend as well.
0: It's Probably a dumb question, but where did you get the name Rocky Road?
3: Well, they all uh, contain gravel soils, so Rocky Road, just kind of play on words there.
0: That's why I said it was a dumb question. So, being the brand new assistant winemaker, got to be pretty exciting considering you're working with Joel Nielsen, a really amazing winemaker and a, a darn nice guy.
3: Yes, he is a great mentor, and we work very well together. So, I'm very happy to be on his team.
0: That's great. Most importantly, for our listeners who would like to learn about you online, what is your website?
3: www.ramsgatewinery.com.
0: Excellent. Rachel, nice to meet you.
3: Nice to meet you as well. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Moving on with the barrel tasting here, I am with Reed Kinnick of Brooks Note Winery. How are you doing? Great. How are you today? Uh, Very good. You're the assistant winemaker, correct? That's correct. Curious about the name Brooks Note. Uh, Where did that come from? Brooks Note is a combination of
4: Gary Brooks and Joanne Note. They're uh, husband and wife and owners of the winery. Very unique name. About how many cases are you guys doing? We do about 3,500 cases currently. And primarily, what are you making? We primarily make Pinot Noir, but we dabble in a little bit of everything.
0: Well, dabbling is good for us wine lovers. So tell me about your auction lot. What are you pouring today?
4: So our auction lot is a collaboration with 37 wines which uh, they own Paradise Vineyard. Where they're partners with uh, some of the wines that we produce. And so, Shane Finley is their winemaker. who used to be the winemaker at Costa Brown. And uh, he actually used to work with Gary Brooks, our owner and winemaker at Costa Brown, who was the enologist there back
0: in the day. A lot of interesting history going on there.
4: Yeah, absolutely. So, what we have is uh, um, Clone 115 for both lots. Uh, one from Paradise Vineyard, which is, 37 wineries uh, um, vineyard, and then the other uh, 50% comes from a vineyard called Taylor's Crown, which is Petaluma Gap, kind of northeastern and heading up towards Santa Rosa. And so, um, two Clone 115s, different sites,
0: different winemakers. A lot of nice wine coming from those sites, I might add. Absolutely. we big fans of the Petaluma Gap. Yeah, me too. I like it a lot. And for our listeners who'd like to learn about you guys online, what is your website? Uh, it's uh, brooksnotewines.com. Great, Reed, thanks very much for your time. Thank you very much, appreciate it, nice to meet you. Good luck with your auction lot. Thank you. I'm here with Alicia Sylvester of Banshee Wines. How you doing?
8: I'm doing great. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. I'm having a fun time talking to you. Uh, a little curious about the name Banshee. Where did that come from? As if I
8: didn't know, but... So Banshee Wines was founded in 2008. We're Sonoma County-focused Pinot Noirs, and the name really came from our founders. They couldn't figure out the name, and it was a last-minute decision. They were around a table, and somebody's dog was barking, and they're like, Get your dog there! Shut up! It's barking like a Banshee! And and that was that. So really, I prefer that because the lore character isn't so sexy in terms of Selling wines. We don't want to have that banshee death call. We want you to enjoy wine, especially our Pinot Noir. And
0: I, I think you're somebody who enjoys wine, but you're a winemaker, so that's how that works.
8: I definitely enjoy wine and all, all beverages.
0: So tell me about your auction lot.
8: So auction lot, we're Banshee Auction Lot Number Three. Wind and Fog is the name of it. This year, it's a single vineyard coming from our Los Carneros region in Sonoma County. This is Champlin Creek Vineyard. It comes from three uh, three different blocks and has four. Four different clones i did a barrel select of this lot with 17 percent new french oak 20 percent once used we married so we made the blend this week it's in tank and they're actually sending it back to those same barrels today
0: Ooh, pretty exciting but we're curious your thought process of coming up with something that's for auction i mean that's got to be an important wine is that over a period of time or does it kind of come to you all at once
8: well, usually what I do when I'm deciding on the auction lot is that I am picking through all my lots and I'm, I'm trying to go for one of the best lots that I have. And I'm picking through the very specific barrels that will marry together to get that fruit forward but still have that acidity from our Sonoma Coast AVA. So that really I want to have that balance of fruit, acidity, and spice that Pinot Noir gives us.
0: Excellent. And for our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what is your website?
8: Our website is bansheewines.com. You can definitely find all of our wines there. You can make tasting room appointments for our tasting room here located in the Healdsburg Plaza. And uh, you can also buy wines.
0: You're good at that.
8: (laughs) I like, well, I like to drink them. Sometimes I don't like buying them, but we have to.
0: Alicia, thank you very much. A pleasure meeting you.
8: Hey, thanks so much. Have a great time at the Sonoma County Auction. I will do so. Thank you. Thanks.
0: I'm here with Darylin Christensen of Price Family Vineyards. Darylin, how are you?
8: I'm
13: great, thanks. How are you?
0: Good. Darylin is a a beautiful name. It's an unusual one. I don't think I've ever heard that before.
13: Creative Southern Parents.
0: Oh, Southern as in? Texas. Okay, cool. That's definitely in the South. Talking about Price Family Vineyards, about how many cases do you guys produce?
13: Head High, in particular, which is the label that I'm here with today, um, we are 15,000 cases. Okay,
0: so that's a pretty good size. How long have you been around?
13: Head High has been around for 10 years. Price Family Vineyards and Estates has been around for 20. Okay.
0: So tell me about your auction lot today.
13: Uh, so it is called the ZenTastic Auction Lot, and it is our future 2022 Zinfandel, uh, produced by Britt Richards. Uh, and she's a female winemaker uh, that uses uh, all Sonoma County fruit. And uh, sourced by our uh, director of vineyards, and he and Brett work together to put together a really, really fantastic wine that's um, really light tannins and is just drinking beautifully, even in the 22 right now.
0: And for our listeners who'd like to learn about you, what is your website?
13: Uh, we are headhighwines.com.
0: Daryl, thanks very much for the time. Thank you. I'm here with
14: Ryan Williams of Baca Wines. How you doing, Ryan? Pretty good. Where did the uh, name Baca come from? Baca is Latin for berry. So we're part of Hall family of wines. Hall is the married name of Catherine and Craig Hall, and Walt, which is our Pinot Noir line, is the maiden name of Catherine. And so her daughter, Jennifer, is the one who created the label, but we couldn't think of a last name to put, so she thought, oh, Latin for Berry, Vaca. That's actually pretty good. How long have you guys been around? We have been around for five years. So you're still kind of babies? Yes, a part of Hall family of wines, which has been around for 25. Yeah, they've been around for a while. What kind of wines are you making? The Baca label is all Zinfandel Expressions from Ducey Vineyard in Paso Robles, from Howe Mountain, from Anderson Valley, from right here in Dry Creek, from Rockpile AVA, St. Helena, uh, you name it. We, we are pulling some of the best vineyards to do Zinfandel expression.
0: Isn't that nice to be able to pull
14: from some of the best? That's very cool. Yes, very. Yeah. What's your auction lot? What are you pouring today? The auction lot is gonna be a 2022 Murphy Vineyard, which is Old Vine, Russian River, Zinfandel. Old vines in Zinfandel are amazing because they can go even longer than we can. Exactly. This was planted in 28. For our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what is your website? It is
0: www.baca.wines.com. Excellent. Ryan, thanks very much for taking the time. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm here with Davis Anderson, and uh, Davis is with Crusher Wines. Uh, did I get the name right? You did indeed. So tell me a little bit
15: about the name. Where did that come from? So Crusher is a Latin word that means to grow. It's the same root as crescent or crescendo. Uh, the word still exists in French, Italian, Spanish, and different pronunciations. So however you say it, it's fine with us as long as you're enjoying the wine.
0: So uh, tell me about your auction. Though.
15: So this year we are putting together our red blend. Every year we give our winemaker, Philippe Melka, Mayan Pashitsky, Adata and Melka, the ability to make a blend from our property in the Alexander Valley. It's always based on Bordeaux varietals and Syrah because that is what we grow. Every vintage is different. This year is 56 cab, 25% Merlot, 11% Syrah, 8% Petit Verdot. That'll be released in 2024. So we're just getting it out here. This is a single barrel from this blend. So How long have you guys been around? Our first vintage was 2016, released in 2019. So we've only got four vintages under our belt out into the world. And of course, we came onto the world just before the world did this. So we're still slowly making our way out. We only make about 1,000 cases, give or take, based on a
0: vintage. Well, those are the best kind of my mind. But spectacular timing, I must say. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
15: But it's allowed us to emerge slowly and really connect with the people who are buying
0: our wines, which was our goal in the first place. So that's good for us. For our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what is your website?
15: Crescerewines.com. That is C-R-E-S-C-E-R-E-wines.com. Well, Davis, a pleasure meeting you. Thank you.
16: Such a pleasure. Thank you very much. Senior VP of Winemaking.
0: Okay. Okay. Oh, that's too long. How about grapes and wine? Dirt to box? Dirt to box. I'll say that. (laughs) I'm here with Harry Hansen. He's the Senior VP of Dirt to Box, which is a totally unique title you should have on your card. Okay. Well, it's a pleasure to meet you. And you're with Gloria Ferrar. Yes, sir. How long have you been with uh, Gloria Ferrar? Curious.
16: Uh, this is my second tour of duty at Gloria Ferrar. I was there for fifteen years back in the prior century, and uh, I've been. I've been
0: nearly two years back. So tell me about your auction lot that you're pouring today. There probably aren't too many uh, bubbles here today, I imagine.
16: So this is our 2019 and 22 Rouge. The base wine is our sparkling Brut Rosé 2019, aged three years on tirage and recently disgorged. The dosage is 2022 Carneros Pinot Noir from our L block. That's what provides the tannin and some of the pigment for this wine. It's really fun. It's a fresh, fresh wine with a lot of cherry and cranberry, a very juicy nose. We finished it as extra brut, 6 grams, so it's on the dry side. Allows you to taste the the bones, as it were, some of the tannins there, and the dosage. But it's it's a fun thing we did f- to support Sonoma County Wineries Association. So I'm a little curious. How long has Gloria Ferrer been around? So the Ferrer family bought property in Carneros, uh, down by Sonoma Creek, in in 1982, and we opened our doors in 1986. Gloria Ferrer is named for the wife of the man who built the winery, Jose
0: Ferrer, and of course, that's the the Ferrer family of fresh net fame in Spain. For our listeners who would like to learn about you online, what is your website, gloriaferrer.com? That was the easiest part. (laughs) Harry, thanks for doing this. Pleasure meeting you. You're welcome, Ray. (laughs) Pleasure to meet you. I'm here with Mike Sullivan of the Wines. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great. So happy to be here at the SoCo Barrel Auction. It's good to, to be here. The sun is coming out, the day is changing. Hopefully it might just warm up a little bit for us. Yeah, and maybe stop raining for a day. Yeah, there's been a lot of rain, which is great for you guys because this is helping you get your reservoirs built up and hopefully helping this drought go away for at least a little while.
17: Absolutely, yeah, this last little bit of rain, you know, just giving the uh, topsoil just a little bit of irrigation so we can uh, kick off the season with uh, nice strong buds.
0: So tell me about your oxygen lot that you're pouring today.
17: So we're pouring our estate property from Freestone that we call Tilton Hill. It's a beautiful property, 12-acre vineyard, uh, sits uh, southeastern-facing slope, just on the ridgeline to the east of the town of Freestone. Uh, really cold, coastal site. They sort of call it the Bodega Headlands area. Usually ripens well into September, sometimes October. Beautiful site for making bright, crisp, uh, vibrant Pinot Noir. How long has Bonovia been in business? So we've been around for 18 years. Um, and we farm 70 acres on three sites, either sustainably or organically. We're a small family-owned winery. We make about six or 7,000 cases a year.
0: Nice, and small is always good. And I'm just gonna insert this to say that you are the winemaker and co-owner, which I'm not sure if I said that when I introduced you. So I have said it now and I feel better about myself. There we go. Exactly. For our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what is your website? www.benoviawinery.com,
17: and uh, we're open for tasting seven days a week at our winery
0: facility just uh, between Santa Rosa and Sebastopol. That's good you snuck that in. <laughs> Mike, this is a pleasure seeing you. Thanks very much. Thanks, thanks again. <laughs> I'm here with Randall Watkins and Randall is a winemaker at Laurel Glen Vineyard. How are you, Randall?
18: I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here. You know, we have had a lot of rain lately and the vines are finally waking up. It's a a little bit of a late year for uh, bud brick.
0: About how late would you say you are?
18: Well, I'm comparing it now to the more recent drought years, and we had a lot of warm winters where bud brick was a month early. This is a little later than normal for my career, but actually closer to normal than the drought years. So how many years have you been making wine? professionally about 28 years
0: so were you bootlegging before that is that the idea <laughs> <laughs> uh,
18: my dad was a home winemaker so re- actually from the time I was 10 years old I helped him to make his home wines and that was when Patrick Campbell the original winemaker for Laurel Glen was teaching my dad how to be a home winemaker he was training him and came full circle when after years of working at other wineries in Sonoma and Napa and Chile, I was hired to be the second winemaker ever for Laurel Glen Vineyard.
0: Wow, that's very impressive. And obviously you developed the passion pretty early in your life.
18: I did, my dad made a barrel of Zinfandel, a barrel of Chardonnay each year. His buddies would come over for the harvest party, uh, handpicking the grapes. They'd have a big picnic after and drink wines from previous vintages.
0: Fun, nice life. So tell me about your auction lot you are pouring today.
18: Well, we have a very unique lot, never done before, never going to be seen again, where it's 50% Cabernet Sauvignon from our estate vineyard on Sonoma Mountain, 50% from Fisher's estate vineyard on the Mayacamas Mountains. Two two well-known Cabernet vineyards for many, many years, historic Cabernet Sauvignon vineyards, We've never blended our wines together, ever, and, and so this time our auction lot, which is five cases of uh, 50% Fisher, 50% Laurel Glen Vineyard.
0: So uh, for our listeners who'd like to learn more about Laurel Glen Wines, what is your website? It's laurelglen.com. Who would have guessed? Randall, thanks very much for the time. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Cheers. Cheers. I'm here with Dana Epperson, and she's the winemaker at Migration. Certainly uh, a brand we've been associated with for many years. How are you doing, Dana?
6: Good, I'm doing great.
0: Uh, so of course, Migration is part of the Duckhorn Waterfall Collection, and uh, really, some amazing wines you guys make, but what is your focus these days at Migration?
6: Yeah, so um, we actually have a new um, tasting room in South Napa, in Carneros. Our focus uh, from the beginning has been Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, cool climate, so running down the California coastline all the way from Sonoma County, primarily Russian River, Green Valley, all the way down to Santa Rita Hills, um, focusing on Chardonnay and Pinot, but now we're focused on what we have a Blanc de Blanc, which we have here, um, that's from our Running Creek Estate Vineyard, so we're doing Sparkling, method champenoise, we're doing Rosé, we're doing Gruner-Veltener, we're doing Syrah, so a lot of fun, different uh, Wines that we're adding to our portfolio because of the tasting room and that exposure, and just having variety for people to taste when they come visit us. Um, but for the Chardonnay and Pinot Noir, we're focusing on um, single vineyards, small lot production, anywhere from three to 500 cases, depending on if it's Chardonnay, Pinot, or where it is. Um, we do have our estate vineyard, Running Creeks, that we're featuring at the auction uh, for, for today and tomorrow. Um, it's about 90 acres. It's 70. Acres of Pinot Noir, 20 acres of Chardonnay, uh, multiple clones, um, and so our auction lot that we have here is three separate clones, all hand harvested. Uh, obviously, small lot production. We're doing about 10 cases. It's um, so a really unique profile. It's mostly dry, a dry farm vineyard in the heart of Russian River, so it adds a lot of concentration, a lot of intensity, a lot of breadth on the palate, um, and just makes it makes it really unique and really vintage specific year to year um, because we are depending on the natural rain. So this year is actually going to be a pretty decent year for us.
0: So if our listeners, would like to learn about you as well as Migration and maybe some more about Duckhorn. What is your website?
6: Our website is uh, www.migrationwines.com or you can follow us um, through a link on our Duckhorn uh, Vineyards uh, page as well.
0: Dana, thanks very much.
6: Thank you. Thank you.
0: It's always fun being at events like this, running into old friends. And when I talk about old friends, this is a young old friend, Neil Bernardi of the Duckhorn Waterfowl group of incredible wineries. Neil, how are you?
19: Fantastic, Ray. Good to see
0: you. It's It's good to see you. It's been a long time. It's been too long, but uh, this is nice. We're at Barrel Auction Day. It should be an exciting auction, so I'm looking forward to it. But briefly, I want to talk about you. You guys have got a lot going on. You've acquired Costa Brown among other things. How long ago was that?
19: That was in 2018 and in 2017 we acquired Calera, which is, um, I mean, both are pioneering California, Pinot Noir focused wineries and uh, they've made an incredible uh, impact on, on us and, and the world of wine in general. So it's been, a, it's been an incredible privilege to, to work with both those wineries. What is your official title these days? Mm, it's uh, uh, General Manager, Vice President of Costa Brown, Canvasback, and Goldeneye. Uh, our, our Washington State Winery, Canvasback, and our Anderson Valley based Pinot Noir focused winery up in. Uh, Anderson Valley, which you know well because you worked there back in the uh, famous 2011 vintage.
0: 2011, I remember it well. It was a lot of fun. Now, do you ever get the chance to spend time in the vineyards these days or in the cellar (laughs) at all? I mean... Gosh, not as much as
19: I would like, to be honest. Uh, But we have an amazing staff of people, both on the grower relations side, uh, vineyard management, and of course, um, you know, our amazing winemakers. Uh, Julian Housepian is our winemaker at uh, Costa Brown. Uh, Kristen McMahon is our GoldenEye winemaker. And Brian Rudin is our longtime winemaker up at Camus Back making the incredible wines uh, uh, from Red Mountain and uh, Walla Walla Valley.
0: Great. And what wines are represented here
19: today at the auction? We've got uh, Dana and Monica, the winemaker and assistant for uh, Migration, which is really exciting. And then myself and uh, my friend Nosheen Khan are representing uh, Costa Brown. So we have two really exciting auction lots, and we're here to uh, do our part to support the amazing work that Sonoma County Vintners does to support and promote um, the incredible wine community of, of Sonoma County.
0: For our listeners who'd like to learn about you, about the particular wineries you're associated with, uh, what would they go to on the web? Uh, www.duckhorn.com.
19: You can get access to all of our different portfolios of uh, our portfolio of wines um, from Costa Brown, Paradox, Canvasback, Goldeneye, Postmark, Duckhorn, all the wineries that we represent um, are there, and uh, we invite you to take a look. Excellent. Some
0: great wines. Neil, just incredibly good to see you.
19: Hey, great to see you too, Ray. Looking forward to the auction.
0: Me too. I'm here with Ellie Hahn, and she's the wine ambassador for ENJ Gallo Winery. People may have heard that brand somewhere along the way. How are you today?
5: I'm doing well, how are you?
0: I'm good, so we were talking over at the uh, tasting table, and uh, you had mentioned that you're also a historian. That's part of your job as you go?
9: It is.
5: As
0: a historian, especially when you're talking about Gallo, you've got sort of a bit of a, a, a lot on your shoulders, I would think.
5: Uh, the Gallo family has a rich history, especially here in Sonoma County.
0: How far back does it go, actually?
5: So, the Gallo brothers, Ernest and Julio, founded E&J Gallo Winery in 1933, but have actually been sourcing grapes from Sonoma County since 1934 at Fry Ranch.
0: Wow, so literally right after the end of Prohibition, they jumped on it.
5: You've got it. They uh, had family that was in the table grape business, but knew they could this was a good time to try their hands at winemaking.
0: That was a smart move, it obviously (laughs) paid off somewhere along the line. How long have you been with Gallo?
5: I've been with Gallo about two years.
0: Very good, and was this something you particularly wanted to get into?
5: Uh, This role, yes. I started as a winemaking intern with Gallo, ended up doing chain sales with them, and now I'm a wine ambassador.
0: That's very nice, do you think one day you may become a winemaker?
5: Uh, Who knows, the great thing about Gallo is There are so many opportunities within the company.
0: That's nice, and it is a big company. Ellie, for our listeners who'd like to find out about Gallo online, what is your website? Uh, com. I think people might know how to spell that, but I appreciate that. (laughs) You did that very well. Thank Thank you for your time.
5: Of course. Thank you, Ray.
0: Uh, This is so very fun. I'm here with Stuart Bryan of Pride Mountain, and it's been such a long time since I've had a chance to chat. How are you doing?
7: Oh, Things are great. Uh, We have an incredible day lined up. We're uh, here at McMurray Ranch uh, for the ninth annual barrel auction, so it's really exciting that this program has grown and developed and uh, draws now an international audience. Yeah, it does.
0: I've noticed that, and it's a really good crowd today, too, so I'm hoping that you'll see some pretty serious bids.
7: Yeah, we, uh, we have several people that have returned that we know are serious bidders, but a, a large uh, contingent, quite a few people that are new, uh, a few people that are brand new to the auction, including some uh, international guests, including Norway and Korea. So it's really exciting to see uh, actually an international draw to our community here in, in Sonoma County.
0: And really overall we have a nice day so far. There's
7: a little sun trying to creep out and hopefully the rain will stay away. Uh, We're hoping, uh, you know, fingers crossed all that. I kind of like this because it's just below 60 degrees-ish, which is great cellar temperature. So you don't have to refrigerate or chill your wines, just uh, pop them and uh, and let's pour. A lot of seasoned veterans here.
0: Yeah, very true. And some old friends, which is really nice to be able to see you guys. So uh, most importantly for our listeners who'd like to learn about Sonoma, as well as Pride
7: Mountain, uh, how would they do that online? Oh, yeah, just go to SonomaWine.com, and there's a whole list, a whole array of information by appellation, by winery, uh, events that we have coming up. We host about five major events this year, auction format. Uh, Taste of Sonoma is uh, June 24th. That's our next big event after this, so you can click on that, and there's more information than you can digest uh, at one time. So uh, come back and visit the website and us here in Sonoma. Stuart, thanks very much. Good to see you, sir. Hey, good to see you. Hey, keep up a Good here for the next 14 years. Yeah, <laughs> cheers. Thank you. All right, right on.
0: I'm here with Bob Cabrell of Bob. Cabral wine are so you doing Bob
20: I'm good how are you doing
0: I'm good let's talk about your auction lot today here at the Sonoma barrel auction
20: sure this so the barrel auction this is the ninth auction for the Sonoma County um, vendors uh, I've been able to participate in each of these uh, some with uh, my clients and this I believe is the third time with Bob Cabral wines this is a special auction lot for me because uh, the winemaker at Joseph Phelps Freestone Justin Ennis and I worked ten harvests together Together. One at Hartford Court when I was the winemaker there in 1997. Justin went down to South America, uh, came back, and was looking for a, another job. Uh, I had taken the position of winemaker and uh, general manager at William Selium here on West Side Road, and so I offered him a harvest job. Uh, nine years later, uh, he was offered the assistant winemaker job at Joseph Phelps Freestone. So we were able to do 10 vintages together, and, and I really cherish that. So it's a 50-50 blend of vineyards from out on the Sonoma coast. Uh, most of my vineyards are up in the Annapolis area, north, uh, northwest Sonoma County, and of course Joseph Phelps Freestone is in the Freestone Occidental area. Uh, The name of our lot is A Decade of Winemaking and a Lifetime of Friendship. How the lot came about, we were at a concert at the Fillmore in San Francisco in November and we were uh, watching uh, Tom Petty's old guitarist uh, Mike Campbell and his new band and uh, we just started talking about how it would be fun to make wine together again and that's when the auction, the barrel auction subject came up. And uh, it took us a couple months to get everybody to clear it. Uh, Joseph Phelps Freestone is owned by LVMH, and they were purchased last year. And so once we got the go-ahead, we, we spent hours cherry-picking barrels, clones, uh, different oaks so that we could put this special lot together.
0: How many vintages do you have under your belt? I'm curious. Uh, I am going into vintage number 44. Yeah. Okay, I was curious. So you're yeah. still a young guy. That's
20: good. Yeah, no, I hope I got another 20 in me. I, I
0: hope I really so really too, yeah. especially for us wine drinkers. <laughs> for our listeners who would like to learn about you online, what is your website?
20: Yeah, it's www. Bob Cabral Wines. That's www.bobcabralwines.com.
0: Great. It was enjoyable having lunch with you and pleasure meeting you as well.
20: Yeah, thank you very much.
0: Thank you. So we have a little bit of noise in the background. It's called an auction. It's a little crazy, but we're going to try and do this anyway. I'm here with Andy Robinson of Segasio, and uh, he is the winemaker. How are you doing, Andy?
21: Not bad. How about yourself?
0: Good. It's a pleasure to meet you. So uh, tell me, what is your auction lot? We
21: do. We have a, a really nice auction lot. It's Zinfandel, if you can imagine that, that uh, Segacio would make a Zinfandel for an auction. Uh, we have a Zinfandel from our home ranch. It's in a specific lot that's grown uh, near the river, at uh, near the Russian River. In Alexander Valley, and what we love about it is that it's it's in this sandy soil, alluvial soils, uh, down by the water, and um, and to make it extra special, we age this wine in a, in a large cask so about 35-hectoliter cast And what that does is it captures our favorite part about this wine, which is the the floral essences of Zinfandel and the really bright fruit. It captures that and it really maintains it throughout the aging time, because a little bit less oxygen, um, and it just keeps that fresh all the way to bottling. So it's gonna be a component uh, eventually in our home ranch Zen, that, that captures the, the whole ranch. But we like to feature this one a little bit uh, separately for this for this auction.
0: I think it's great you're doing a Zinn, of course, because it is so well associated with Sonoma anyway. And for our listeners who'd like to learn about you online, what is your website?
21: It's www.segazio.com. That's S-E-G-H-E-S-I-O.
0: Excellent. be a real pleasure meeting you. Thank you.
21: Thank you very much.
0: To learn more, visit Sonoma.com. Cheers.